0: What are the biggest strengths and weaknesses of the roster the Islanders have put together? And I'm not just talking about the NHL team. Plus, a new head coach heading to Bridgeport. We just don't know who yet. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So you can get new episodes as soon as they drop, and you can also now hear us on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search for Locked On Islanders. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Plenty to talk about on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind you have a question for us a comment about something we've discussed or maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about on a future episode feel free to send us an email the address locked at gmail.com and if you leave your first name and where you're from we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever's on your mind you can also follow the show on twitter at locked on Isles, and you could follow me Gil martin on twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, we're going to keep you up to date on all things Islanders throughout the offseason, hirings, firings, trade rumors, free agency, you name it, we'll have it for you here on Locked on Islanders. You know, there's a lot of soul searching going on by fans wondering whether or not this team is good enough and... You know, as of now, and every day, as you know, you've heard me mention this, I think the Islanders remain a fringe playoff team. They're going to finish somewhere between 7th and 10th in the conference. They are still a team that looks strong in some areas, but has some definite concerns and weaknesses in others. And Lula Morello. By bringing back all the players he brought back, the Mayfields, you know, Scott Mayfield, Pierre Engvall, Semyon Varlamov, Elias Sorokin, by re-signing all of these guys to long-term deals, he is basically ensuring that this team is going to stay together. But there's not any cap room to help improve them unless, as we all know, they make a hockey trade. Tried, tried on it didn't work, still waiting. Other players are out there. I think William Nylander's too expensive. I don't expect that the Islanders have a realistic chance of fitting him under the cap. So I don't think that's an answer. We've talked about DeBrusque. We've talked about... A couple of other options, dayers. you know this. Otherwise, if you want to hear more about it, listen to Tuesday's show. But when you look at this team, this is a Lou Lamorello team. And what do I mean by that? He built this organization from the back up. And that has been his M.O. If you go back, forget the fact that, yes, the Devils in the 90s, it's a different era. There was no cap, less teams. Granted, I'll give you all of that. But if you go back and look at the formula, the way Lou Lamorello constructed his roster back in the 90s with the Devils, and compare it to the way he's trying to build this Islanders team there are similarities there. He builds from the goal out. And there's no question that if you look at the NHL roster right now, the Islanders duo of Ilya Sorokin and Semyon Varlamov may very well be the strongest unit on this team. You have Tristan Lennox and Jakub Skarick in the AHL. They probably could use an experienced minor league goalie, just in case you need a call-up. I don't think Scarrick is necessarily proven that he's ready for that. He had an inconsistent year in the AHL last year. St- poor start, pretty good middle, not the greatest finish, but again, we'll see. But, goaltending right now, a definite strength. Defense. Overall, I think you've got five really solid defensemen right now on this roster. Ryan Polak, Adam Pellick, great top pair, even if you split them up. Alexander Romanov looked much stronger in the second half than he did in the first half. You have uh, Noah Dobson, who, again, needs to work on his play in his own zone. Needs to improve his job at quarterbacking the power play, hoping there is a change in power play coaches that would help that. And then you have Scott Mayfield. Now, the sixth defenseman on the left side of that third pair, still up in the air, Samuel Bolduc, Sebastian Aho. They would be the top candidates right now to hold down that position, whether or not they'll actually be able to, you know, one of them is almost certainly going to win that job, but it remains to be seen, you know, who, and it is still possible that a puck-moving defenseman gets added to this team. But I think overall your defense is sound. There are some veterans available for fill-ins in the AHL, still have a couple of prospects if you sort of look through this roster on defense. So it's it's not necessarily all lost. You have Grant Hutton, Dennis Chalowski, uh, uh, Callie Odelius. There are players in the organization who are ready if you need them for a couple of games here and there. And then you you go down to forward, and I think that is really the big question. There is some talent here, but there's also a lot of age up front. There is also uh, a lack of that elite goal scorer or two that teams need to be the best. So Bo Horvat, great playmaker. Matthew, uh, excuse me, Bo Horvat should be your goal scorer at, you know, 30 plus goals. Matthew Barzal, your big playmaker, your skater, your creator. You have, obviously, Brock Nelson leading the team in goals the last couple of years. Anders Lee starting to worry about him falling off a little bit, but still 25 to 30 goals. If he gets more consistent, that would be a big help. J.G. Pajot, a solid third liner, overpaid, but solid. We don't know whether Engvall takes a step forward in a full season with the Islanders. Kyle Palmieri, again, a little overpaid, but when healthy and productive, forward. Should get you 20-plus if he plays enough games. The identity line, older, slower, but for the most part, You know, still trucking. You add Hudson Fashing, he's a a hustler and, and a good bottom six guy. Maybe you have Julian Gauthier added to the mix. But overall, forward and goal scoring remains the weakness. And it's not just the weakness at the NHL level, but as far as having, you know, prospects in the pool who are ready. Can't say the Islanders have a lot in that department. But, look, this team was competitive last year. They still have some things they need to shore up. And we know we need this team to get younger, faster, and more skilled. And to add a puck-moving defenseman and a goal-scoring wing. Those are the priorities. And, again, if it takes a hockey trade to do it, I'm a little less confident this week than I was last week that Lula Morello will pull the trigger. I'm hoping there's one deal to be made before training camp and then one deal to be made maybe by the trade deadline to fill those two needs. We'll see what, if anything, Lula Morello is able to do, but uh, we've certainly got our fingers crossed because this team needs to get better If they're going to be legitimate contenders, the way they are, they're still that fringe playoff team unless a bunch of players take jumps, and we'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. We have got more to discuss on this episode, including uh, a new head coach coming to the Bridgeport Islanders. We'll talk about that, some candidates to fill the position, all that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look great. Bird Dogs have stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg to give you that truly sculpted look. They do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better because, look, their regular shorts are made of a stiff, restricting cotton, but Bird Dogs fixed this issue. They invented cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches, so you get that slimmer fit, without having to sacrifice movement. And Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that helps keep you cool and dry all day long. And you know, I am a stickler for wearing comfortable clothes. Bird Dogs is comfortable, looks great. You can wear them to work out or to do almost anything. So gotta gotta love my Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL or enter promo code LOCKEDONNHL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LOCKEDONNHL or promo code LOCKEDONNHL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. So, the big news on Tuesday from the Islanders organization is that there will be a new head coach in bridgeport uh the islanders basically announcing that brent thompson who has been part of the islanders organization now for a a decade is leaving as head coach of bridgeport and he will now become an assistant head coach in the nhl with the anaheim ducks now he's been behind the bridgeport's bench for the last nine years, and also held that position back in 2011, 2012, when Jack Capuano was here uh, and coaching. He was an assistant under Capuano with the NHL Islanders, but then went back in 2014, 2015 to the team that was then known, at least, of the, as the Sound Tigers. In his time as head coach with Bridgeport, 328 wins, 276 losses, 73 overtime or shootout losses. They won a division in 2011-2012. Last year, missed the playoffs, won a playoff series the previous year. And look, he is now with 328 wins in Bridgeport. That's the all-time winningest uh, coach in Bridgeport franchise history. And he's one of only 22 coaches to have won 300 games in the AHL. Now, we don't know yet who the Islanders will name to replace Thompson. Uh, One of the leading candidates has got to be Rick Kowalski. He is the assistant coach in Bridgeport. We know Lou Lamorello and Chris Lamorello tend to like to be loyal, so it might make sense to just promote your assistant, but this is realistically an opportunity, and I'll say why. I have heard a lot of feedback from viewers, from, you know, in in emails, comments on YouTube, Twitter, wherever, that, You know, the Islanders don't do a great job of developing prospects. And no question, part of the responsibility belongs to Lula Morello, and belonged to Barry Trotz and to Lane Lambert. They were very impatient with young players. When they reached the NHL, they didn't give them a very long leash. They would make one mistake. They'd be benched for a period or even the rest of the game. And all of a sudden you know, veterans would be back in the game and allowed to make mistake after mistake after mistake. That is something that maybe, depending on who gets brought in, can change under a new head coach at Bridgeport. And I'm not saying Brent Thompson was not a good head coach. Uh, You can debate that. People who watch Bridgeport game in and game out certainly have strong opinions about that. But he's not there anymore. And hopefully, whoever the Islanders go to, whether it's Kowalski or they bring in someone else, that person does a better job of getting AHL players prepared for the next level. And I'm not so worried about how he handles those career AHL guys, the, the 29, 30, 31-year-old uh AHL players who you know yeah they'll call them up for 3 or 4 games when injuries hits but they're not prospects. To me the key for an AHL coach is to help develop and get ready prospects. Your Matthew Maggio's your Ruslan Iskakovs, your William Dufours. These are the players that you need to have ready to go that You know, they spend a year or two in Bridgeport and they are knowledgeable about the system that the NHL Islanders play and ready to take that next step. That you maximize the opportunities that playing in the AHL gives a prospect. And yeah, you you could talk all you want about winning and losing in the AHL. It's great to win. You always want to win. And I'll say that that's the secondary goal for an AHL coach. Because the number one goal is developing your young players. And yeah, getting to the playoffs and having your young prospects play postseason hockey, even in the AHL, is part of that growing process. So you need to win you know, a certain amount to do that. But... No matter how you look at it, you need to develop those players and get them ready for prime time. And that's more important than even winning a Calder Cup for your AHL coach. So let's keep an eye out, see what Lou Lamorello ends up doing for you know filling this position, Lou and Chris, because Chris is GM down in Bridgeport. And hopefully they find a replacement who can help these players take that next step and improve the way the New York Islanders develop their prospects. And look, I expect Maggio and Dufour and probably Iskakoff to spend another year down in the AHL. That is most likely, not definitely, but most likely, What's going to happen? And, you know, add your Cali Odelius to the list. Because Odelius, you know, going to be playing in Bridgeport almost certainly this year. Get them ready. Help them develop into solid hockey players who can contribute at the NHL level. And then your AHL coach is doing his job. Alright, we have got more to discuss on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. We're gonna answer one of your emails. Always great to hear from you again. Uh, Locked on Islanders at gmail.com is the address to send those emails to. And if you do, we can uh, read yours on the show. Uh, plus we have our Islanders' birthday of the day, the oldest player, as far as the old the, the, the most distant birthday. In Islanders history, we'll talk about that and a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting on Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you could spend on betting On everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. And look, all-star break now uh, behind us. Second half of the season coming. Lots of great future bets to make. Who's going to be the MVP? How many wins will your team finish with? Check it all out at FanDuel. It's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel. America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, official partner of Major League Baseball. So we're going to go back and uh, dip into the mailbag. First, yeah, by the way, Cap Friendly announcing that the Islanders are the third oldest team in the NHL uh, based on their 20-man projected roster. Average age for the Isles, 29.0, and that doesn't include Zach Parise, who may still come back. Uh, For what it's worth, last year, uh, you know, well, let's just say at the end of the previous year, At the end of the 21-22 season, it was 29.4, so it went down a little bit. The only two teams, by the way, with older rosters than the Islanders, the Washington Capitals, 29.6 average age, and the Pittsburgh Penguins, 31.1. So the Metropolitan Division has all three of the oldest rosters in the league. And five of the top ten, by the way, with the Rangers and Hurricanes also in the top ten. So, uh, interesting approaches here. Uh, We have an email from Charles. He did not say where he was from. uh, But here's basically what he says. Always enjoy the daily show. The Islanders have all the pieces except that dynamic finishing winger, as we're all aware. Presently constructed, they are a very good defensive team. I love the goaltending tandem. Uh, Unlike most, I think we have the right blend on defense. Dobson is going to be an absolute stud. He lost some confidence at the end of last year, but he'll be fine. Pelik and Polak are great, and I think they are both becoming better offensively. Love what Romanov and Mayfield add. Bolduc learned a lot last year and will play physical and sound defensively and add to the offense. Uh, I honestly think they need better coaching and exit strategies. I watch Brett Brent Burns, and he is making quick decisions and using his feet to, t- or to move or tap the puck to a teammate to exit the zone. I honestly think Doug Huda needs to develop a quicker approach to exiting the zone, and the players need to be stronger and more decisive. Technically, freezing the puck on the boards is not an exit strategy. That leads us to the forwards. Bottom line, we need at least one of these three players to break through and the other two to continue to grow. Oliver Wallstrom, time has come for him to either prove he can do it or can't do it. I have my doubts about him because he's constantly banged up. Ishkakov is a player that has speed and skill, but can he play effectively in the NHL? We'll find out in camp. But that brings me to William Dufour. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this kid is going to develop into. The Islanders answer. The kid has a swagger and a hunger to make it. I think he would thrive with Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzal. He isn't shy or lacking confidence shooting the puck. He plays physically and with a band and he scored well in his first year at Bridgeport and learned a lot. I say, let's find out what these guys have in camp before we look elsewhere. Plus, I think we can stay afloat and in the hunt going into the trade deadline. Well, you know... Here, oh, wait. Mark Dufour down is a most unlikely savior and missing link to a cup. He will be a sniper and a power play guy just in a 6'3 form instead of it at 5'8 and his hefty minus 31 plus minus. The best trade is the one you didn't make. And then another second round steal and Danny Nelson makes trading Atu Ratu a non-factor. So, basically, we are... Going with William Dufour, if you're Charlie, and thank you, Charlie, for the uh, email and the question. And yeah, it, it, it's an interesting approach. The question is twofold. Uh, Dufour, who's listed officially at 62215, but close enough, not going to nitpick. Uh, is he ready? And he may very well develop. The skating is an issue more than anything. But 21 goals, 48 points in 69 games in Bridgeport. I I still think he's one more year away. But the skill, the shot is there. Now he has to go out and, and just solidify himself. I think he plays more than one game in the NHL this year. And then... Next year is a full-time NHLer by 2024-2025. Thank you, Charlie, for the question and the comments. Now it's time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. This is the oldest player on the Islanders, and by that I mean his birthday is the furthest back in time. Ron Stewart, born July 11th 1932. He's no longer with us, died in 2012 at the age of 79 but tuesday would have been his birthday and here's a guy who made his nhl debut 20 years before the islanders even came into the league played for the 52 53 maple leafs later played for the bruins the blues the rangers the canucks the rangers a second time and then finished his career with the islanders 22 games with the Isles in the first season of Islanders history. One of his better games with the Isles, November 25, 1972, at the Old Igloo in Pittsburgh. Islanders and Penguins. Billy Smith, the Islanders goalie. Jim Rutherford, yes, the future NHL GM, the goalie for the Penguins. Islanders trailed early, 2 to nothing, on two goals by Greg Polis. And then... Two power play goals for the Islanders. Tie it in the first period. Jermaine Gagnon and then Ron Stewart, our Islanders' birthday of the day. His second of the season, Ed Westfall and Dave Hudson with the assist. The game ends in a 2-2 tie. Stewart scored on his only shot. Here's a man who played 1,553 NHL games, and this was his 276th and final career nhl goal he later was the head coach of the la kings for one season in 1977-78 did lead them to the playoffs ron stewart is our islanders birthday of the day and again the the islander player with the oldest birthday thanks for making locked on islanders your first listen every day Every day or tomorrow on the show we'll have the latest News and rumors concerning the Islanders in free agency trades and the like. And if there's any news on the Bridgeport coaching situation, we'll bring you that as well. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.